0: Several African Americans are not getting hired for certain jobs, getting fired, or getting paid less than they should because of discrimination and negative stereotypes. And I'm here to discuss about it. Hello, everyone. My name is Kayla Collier, and I'm a black teen. As a black teen, I'm worried about my future when looking for a job. So I want to give attention about this issue and fix it. Today, I'll interview two African Americans.
1: Hi, I'm Mr. Cash.
0: They have faced unfair treatment in the work industry because of the color of their skin. A couple of stereotypes African Americans are seen as are uneducated, lazy. They have no work experience or they're not worthy of a certain job. And these stereotypes can negatively impact what job they can have and how much they make. According to Collaborative Institutional Training Initiative, AKA Citi Program, In September 2020, the black pay gap was $2.7 trillion. Reported by Economic Policy Institute, aka EPI in June 2020, and Women's Law Center in March 2021, black men are paid 71 cents and black women are paid 63 cents for every dollar paid to white men. Mr. Cash has faced discrimination at factories and banks because of the harmful stereotype black people are not qualified for business jobs. And Michaela is an African American teen that has faced discrimination while working at a restaurant because she was seen as not as hardworking. So, Mr. Cash and Michaela, please introduce yourself <laughs> and tell us the discrimination you faced as a black worker. Sure.
1: Hi. My name is Tony Cash, and thank you again. I'm honored to be here with you today, Kayla. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that um, I have faced and have seen in the workplace uh, in the form of uh, racism or prejudice is the idea that um, Black people aren't uh, smart or intelligent enough to be uh, the leader, supervisor, or the executive. So I've been in uh, banking uh, most of my life and experienced uh, a situation where um, a white uh, leader was trying to help me get advanced. And I walked in on her speaking to uh, a higher up or an executive who uh, did not want me to have the job but share it with her to allow me to interview anyway, even though I won't get the job. And so as I was walking in, uh, I overheard the executive telling my leader, uh, yes, go ahead and let him interview. He won't get the job, but just let him go through the process. Mm -hmm. And my leader didn't know that I was about to walk through the door. Well, my leader was not like that. She was not a, she was Caucasian, but she was not a prejudiced person. But that really hurt her for me to hear and obviously it hurt me to hear that type of language and so so many people have faced um, interviews uh, what they call fraudulent interviews that they'll interview minorities but they uh, have already chosen that um, person that they're going to give the position when you experience those uh, fraudulent Interviews where they've already chosen the candidate that they're, they're going to hire, mm-hmm. but then they have you going through the interview, uh, knowing that they're never going to hire you. Um, it can be very devastating to your psyche because you're college educated, you're experienced, and you've been told that if you do all of those things, you would have an equal or fair opportunity for success in America in corporations, and yet. Things like that prove that it's not just your education, it's not just your uh, experience, but that you also have to try to somehow scrub this uh, skin of yours in order to make it a favorable skin that will, you know, allow them to hire you.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that experience. That must have been hard for you. Um, so,
2: Michaela, uh, can you please share your experience and introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Michaela. I'm 17, and um, my first job was at a. It was a combination of fast food and a sit-down restaurant. Um, and as I was working there, I would notice that. They started me at a lower pay compared to my white co-workers. And it would be times where they would schedule me and I would get there and they would tell me, oh, we don't need your help anymore. We already have so-and-so here. And it was almost mm-hmm. as if I was deemed as, you know, I didn't work as hard, even though like I would stay behind extra to, you know, help clean more things. I was going out, doing the customer service, even when the drive-through was backed up. I was always, like, putting in that, like, extra effort, you know, just to, like, make that guest experience perfect. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. it was my first job. I was trying to get a raise, um, and they would promise me that raise over and over again, and I just never saw it, and kind of like what Mr. Cash was saying, they... You know, it's kind of set up to where you think if you do this, this, and this, you know, you're going to get the outcome. If you work hard, you're going to get it. And it's just you almost can't work against the biases that are already Mm -hmm. put up against you. Do you think this is a reoccurring thing teens face, Michaela? Yes, I do. I think that um, when teens are going out to seek jobs, I think a lot of those restaurants— and a lot of those retail places, I think they know that teens don't really know about like negotiating their pay mm-hmm. and they know that um, they're not going to be as vocal and demanding that raise and things like that. So I think they take advantage of that. And I think they also right. take advantage of like, you know, the financial literacy that might not be as great, greatly taught in a black ho- household compared to a white household, you know.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I completely understand. So how does this affect you as a person, like your mental health and lifestyle?
1: Well, I can say, first of all, I want to say to, is it Michaela, that um, as an elder statesman in our community, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, that I'm I'm sincerely sorry that you've experienced that, because Mm -hmm. um, as a elder statesman the long-term effects on being mistreated in the workplace based on your skin not being promoted um, it can be devastating I've dealt with uh, depression I've dealt with sadness Um, I'm currently a six-figure employee who um, I know that I should have I know that with the skills and the knowledge I have, I should be making so much more, not on this particular job, but in my career. And so you think about that, those are, those are, you know, homes and uh, um, college pavements and, 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 you know, uh, trips and inheritance that I won't be able to leave my children simply because of the color of my skin. You know, it will be hundreds of thousands of dollars that will never make it to my family and my children's children, not because I'm a lazy worker, not because I didn't come to work on time. I have the degrees all because of the color of my skin. My children's children will miss out on hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars that I could have saved, invested. So Mm -hmm. um, I applaud you. Michaela, um, for being young, and I want to uh, Im- employ you to 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 not turn a blind eye and stand up for these causes um, because I can tell you it's devastating. It 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 almost makes you want to throw in the towel
2: yeah. with
1: all the work you've done. So
0: yeah,
2: it definitely does like affect that lifestyle aspect of it because. You know, eventually I decided, you know, I needed to quit that job because I knew I just wasn't going to get, you know, the raise I was looking for or anything. Um, And so when I did quit that job, you know, I was left without a job for a little bit. And, you know, I didn't have the money to do certain things I wanted to do. I was coming up on my senior year. You know, I was trying to save money for, you know, college at that point. And, you know, that made it a little hard. Um... Also, gone into the work pay- workplace. And you do make a really good point. Like, then, like, that setback, you know, from not being making the money that, you know, we should be because we go out and we get educated and we're good in our fields and we're good with our skills. But because of these, like, wage gaps and, you know, um, less access to opportunities, it's almost like we can't start to build that generational wealth as a community because that and it's almost like a huge setback you know like more obstacles are in our race i completely
0: understand um do you have any advice for african-americans that are struggling in the work industry because of harmful stereotypes
1: yeah. yeah first thing i would say is follow every process that um, the organization has for uh grievance you have you know stand up against it um and so if they have a process by which you can speak up do that don't don't stand pat and be quiet uh second of all i will tell you that one of the things that has been vital to me is to uh, have great financial Uh, uh, literacy knowledge of money Um, and because one of the things that I have been afforded to do because I understand money is I've been able to leave uh, two opportunities where I didn't feel treated me fairly because I Mm -hmm. had great financial literacy. I had saved my money. I had done great investments so that I didn't if, if we could not come to a fair and equitable space at, with as myself in the organization, I was able to say to them that this is not the company that I want to work for, and twice I've been able to leave. Now, of course, that means that money is not coming in, but but I also can say that because I had uh, great financial literacy, understood money, I was able to uh, walk away mm-hmm. from those jobs and find a job that um, really would respect me, pay me fairly, and treat me right. And that's where I'm at in my career now. I found a great opportunity um, that's paying me properly, investing in me, giving me the respect that I need. So two things, you know, stand up against it, whatever way the organization has for you to stand up against that type of uh, ignorance, because that's what it is. And secondly, great financial literacy, so that when you do stand up and you do need to make decisions, that you're able to support yourself financially so that you don't have to just accept anything that comes to you, but that you can be
2: strong in the decisions you make.
0: So Michaela, what do you have to say?
2: Um, I would definitely say my advice is when you go to an interview for like, you know, these types of jobs where it's like retail or like fast food or a restaurant, I would definitely say make sure to know your worth know go in there you know it's okay to like kind of brag about yourself know that you're going to go in there mm-hmm. you're going to be a responsible you know you're going to maintain the store or the restaurant or whatever it is and when you know your worth you know what to negotiate and mm-hmm. I would definitely say negotiate you know to what you think your worth is now if I had went in that restaurant mind you it was my first job so I didn't know to negotiate but if I had went in there and I negotiated you know past the 850 they were offering me turns out they had it in their budget where you know they could do 10 if I had pushed for it Mm -hmm. so I would definitely say just negotiate know your worth Um, also like Mr. Cash said know when it's time to leave because and be able to have enough money so that you can leave and still, you know, live life. That's pretty much it. Thank you for such great, great advice,
0: to Michaela. Harmful stereotypes can lead to hatred, unfair treatment, fear, and anxiety. Thank you for joining me today and sharing this experience that must have been hard for you all. It has been a pleasure talking to Mr. Cash, and Michaela. Atlanta teens are already underpaid, so getting paid less because of stereotypes makes it worse. Thank you listeners for tuning into this podcast and make sure you share this to give attention to this issue. Bye. Again, I'm Kayla Collier. Thank you everybody for listening. For more teen-created podcasts like this, subscribe to Vox ATL on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud.